Hey guys, welcome back to Tea Time the Podcast and this is your host Cassia Marina, fondly known as the Branding Queen. And I'm also welcoming myself back to the world of podcast recording because this is my first podcast since my very, very, very hot tea on my last episode. If you didn't listen to it, go check that out first (laughs) because it was good. I must say it was a good one and you should go check that out and then continue listening to this one or you can continue listening to this one and then go check that one out. It doesn't matter, but I highly recommend that you go check out my last episode. I believe that was episode number four or five. I can't remember exactly what episode this is I'm recording I can tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. This is episode number six. It should be episode number six. So the last one was episode number five. All right. And that one was about how to hit your goals in your business. And it was full of passion. And, you know, when I get passionate, the tea gets kind of scalding hot. And I make no apologies for it because it's necessary at times. So... Today I'm welcoming myself back to podcast recording because right after I recorded that podcast, I lost my voice. I came down with a case of laryngitis and I had to rest my voice. I could barely be heard and it it was tough. It was really hard. It was hard because speaking is necessary. Um, A mother of two with no support and that's not you know, for anyone to feel sorry for me or anything like that. It's just to paint the picture of my reality. And in order to parent two young kids, you kind of need your voice, especially when they have you talking all the time. And then when you lose the ability to speak, well, you can fill in the blanks. So anyway, I'm back. I finally have the time to record a podcast again. I've been trying to do this for the past week or two. And I figured it was about time. So, I want to let my listeners know that if you follow me on Instagram, if you're not, you should. Go do that like now. You can, you can listen to this and go follow me. It's underscore branding queen. And... I had not, I had, I was very consistent with content. This is usually my cycle. Very consistent with content. And then I do a hiatus. One, that's because being so consistent when it comes to content creation, you you do eventually get burnout. You do. And I want to say this to anyone listening. Don't beat yourself up. Like, consistency is important. Yes, everyone will tell you that. And I will say that as well, even in my own content, you have to be consistent, but you also have to balance that out with actually showing up in your business. Because there's no point in showing up daily and consistently, whatever consistency means in your content creation, but then you're actually not running your business and serving your clients, etc., etc. But then on the flip side, you can't just be consumed with the business because you do have to show up because that content creation is how people find you. They get to know, like, and trust you and ultimately convert to be your clients. All right. So 
one is not more important than the other. They're both important. But if for some reason you lose a couple of days because you would attend to other matters within your business, then that's totally fine. I just want to put that out there because I got feedback when I had put out, um, I said on Instagram stories, how I know I've been missing, etc., etc., and I did get a I did get a message back, and I let me know that hey, that was really good to be transparent and say certain things. Like we don't always have to show the glamorous, quote unquote, glamorous side of being in business, or you know, always show up with tips, tricks, and overall having your shit together. Right? We don't always have to have a polished image of having your shit together. You can show up some days and say, look, it's a crappy day. Because that's relatable. And it, that getting that type of feedback reminds me that it, it, it is okay. And I want to share that with you as well, that it is okay to show up and be like, it's overwhelming right now. And guess what? It kind of shows that you do have your shit together because then people will be like, oh, she's in demand or he's in demand and business is popping. You know, so <laughs> and things are happening, so it's okay to show up and say it's overwhelming. That's actually a good thing, and it's actually a good problem to have. Um, other people call it growing pains. I remember when I worked at an ad agency, and we were very overwhelmed at one point in time, and we were like, "Why? Why would this man hire more people?" But at the same time, he told us it's growing pains, and I mean, as employees, we were just kind of like, "Whatever." <laughs> But now, looking back, I realize, look, you can't just always run out and hire new people. As soon as you hit those growing pains, you have to grow through those pains. And eventually, they work, the kinks work themselves out. And sometimes you realize, okay, I'm going to have to hire one person. But if you go and just run out and hire help in the midst of your growing pains, or just get support, you might get support that you don't necessarily need or support that you don't really need long term anyway so bringing it back um i just wanted to let you all know where i've been and get you all caught up to what's going on and what's happening and i want to really talk about the new year all right uh around this time and earlier, actually, I usually start talking about these things around August. And that is planning. We should always be planning, right? We should always be planning our business. From the moment you decide to go into business, you, the, the words that you would have always heard, even when you were not in business, is a business plan. And when we think of a business plan, we think of a traditional document that are 60 and 100 pages long. And doesn't necessarily have to be in that traditional sense, right? The point is, is that you need to have a plan of business. Even when you have a business plan, that traditional document, your plan is going to change. It's going to evolve. And I would say that your plan, your business plan generally is a fluid thing that is going to change as you take action in your business and you realize what works from what doesn't work. And... I like to practice having a rough skeleton for the next year. And I'll be honest with you, I actually don't plan out the whole year because it's overwhelming. 
it is overwhelming and not just it's not overwhelming when I see yeah, when I say overwhelming I don't mean from the aspect of whew, getting it done getting the actual planning done no the fact it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself all right this is when I say having a plan I mean like an action plan of what you're gonna do right now or what you're gonna do to market your business or what services or what are your revenue goals you know things like that so I tend to take it quarter by quarter right um, so funny I was actually asked this question a couple of days ago and I'm talking about it so it's it's relevant right so here are my tips ideally I will say plan your next 12 months right Plan the next 12 months. I would say have a skeleton. A skeleton of, okay, if you have a new offering or new idea, like not every idea you need to run out and execute right now because that's not good planning. So you write it down right now. You look through your book of ideas and say, okay, I'm going to launch this new service offering around this time. This might be a good time to launch it based on this time of the year, blah, 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 blah. And that is you just plotting milestones like, okay, I want to launch this, 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 this. So it's a skeleton, right? Then the six, so that's for the year. Then the, the next six months at a glance, it will be a little more detailed than the skeleton. And then before those next six months, the first, those three months, which is your, you often hear people talk about, what's your 90-day plan? That's your 90-day plan. That one should be the most detailed one. You should be mapping out what you're going to do week by week by week. All right? At least plan. And then you'll have an idea. Okay, this is the content I want to touch on, etc., etc. So that is ideally what you should have in mind. And it's not going to be perfect. Think of it like sketching a rough draft of anything. At least have an idea. And then when you have an idea of where you are going, this is your roadmap, then you can decide, okay, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need an accountant. Well, you should have an accountant. That's a bad example. From the time you start business, that's another tip. From the time you register your business, get an accountant. Get an accountant. Try and get one that has monthly plans who is going to stay on top of your accounts for you. They're actually much more affordable than you'd like to think. And do not fool yourself and think, I'm going to do my accounts myself. Because one, you're going to be too busy trying to make money. So when you make the money and you spend the money on your expenses, you're going to forget to keep track of those receipts and do all the bookkeeping. And da -da -da, da -da -da. Before you know it, the year has passed, it's time to pay taxes. And okay, all right, so get an accountant, right? That's my first thing I'll advise. Um, the other thing, so anyway, this is bringing back to the point of you should not be now looking to get your ish together for Christmas. We are in mid October. Actually, no, I'm not looking at the date, it's not mid October. You may as well say October is done, okay? So you shouldn't be scrambling or you shouldn't, well, 
business cards, flyers are minor things, right? But you have to remember that that is also going to be a busy time for any creative. As a graphic designer, a print tree, or any other marketing material that you're going to get, it's going to be a busy time. Two, there's going to be lots of traffic on the road. So all of that is going to make time a lot less constrained. So ideally, from the time August hits, September at most, you should be plotting, okay, these are the offerings I'm going to be putting out. These are the products I'm going to be putting out. These are what I'm going to need. Uh, if you have always been wanting to work on your website and it was like, okay, I want to come out fresh so that people could come and shop. You want to automate. You want to have a delivery service for people that you no longer want to be doing on your own. You should be setting those things up from before. All right, so that is why you would have seen me putting out a lot of content on the gram, telling people to book certain things now. Even if you want booking like a website or something, I'm all about the strategy. So you should have at least been booking a call and you could still book a call so that I can help you better and further on what you can accomplish before the year is out and what you should leave for January and basically for the new year because right now it's crunch time and we are getting down to the wire we're getting down to the clock right before you know it it's going to be december and everybody's going to be making <laughs> cooking their sweet bread their ham and the eggnog and or what we call puncher creme etc etc it's going to be a very festive time and You, the time that you are listening to this podcast at right now, know that, I don't want to say it's too late, but if you haven't thought about certain things already, take an hour, today, tonight, and start to think about what do I need right now? What do I need in the short term for my business? And if you're not sure, well, hey, Ask somebody. It could be anybody. Well, let me rephrase that. It shouldn't be anybody. But if there's somebody you have been considering to work with, a coach, a mentor, somebody that you admire, that you look up to, have a conversation with them. Book a call with me right now. You can head on over to my Instagram. You see the book button. You book there. If you are interested in working with me on anything concerning your brand, or you want to get brand strategy done and you want to have book a brand strategy session, then all you have to do is head on over to my website at brandingqueen.me forward slash apply. Or you can send me an email, cassia at brandingqueen.me. And let's get the conversation going. Um, lately, I'm a part of a group and let's say I'll loosely call it a mastermind. And one of the lessons that we learned is, and it's not, it's not even a, a lesson that I really learned in particular, but it's sometimes you know things and you have to relearn the lesson over and over, or you have to be reminded. That's what I was. You have to be reminded of certain things. And what I needed to be reminded of is closed mouths don't get fed. Now, what they have been, the term they have been using is speak up. I have been saying speak up. 
because there was a point in the mastermind where it was very quiet on the Zoom calls. People were wondering, is everyone okay? What's up, what's up, what's up? And one way or the other, the team lead and some other members were able to bring us out of hiding and have us speak up on what's going on with us right now, whether it's personally, professionally, or business-wise. And when women started to speak up, they were able to receive help, myself included. And you cannot get help or move to the next level without support. And people can't support you if they don't know that you want, are looking for support, that you need support. And I mean, yeah, it goes without saying that everybody needs support, but you have to still let, raise your hand and let me know you need support and what you need support with. I give many opportunities for you all to talk to me <laughs> and ask questions. And this is another call to action. Send me an email. Get up in my DMs. Let me know what you need and I will let you know how I can assist you. Or I can point you in the direction of somebody who can. And whether it's me or somebody else, I'm saying this again, let people know what you need because we all want to win. We all want to end the year with a bang. We want to look back on 2018 and say, yeah, I accomplished this. And accomplishments aren't only about the revenue goals. It's about pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Um, accomplishments could be in the form of getting over something that is challenging, finally figuring something out, finally setting up your PayPal, something that has been a, a thorn in your side. I have heard people complain many times that they are having problems with PayPal. They can't receive funds online. Like, these are my areas. So let me know if you are stuck and I can direct you in the right direction. All right. Everything when it comes to branding online and being paid online, that's my jam. So let me know what I can help you with. All right. Um, so yeah, this episode essentially is just to touch on the different areas of the fact that we're ending the year. And I know it's overdone. When I say it, not really overdone, but it's always a new year, new me. And I, I'm not going to say it like that because it is definitely a shift and a time where you're crossing over from one year to the other. But it's important that, listen, at the beginning of this year, actually the end of last year, you said you were going to do X, Y, and Z. And I want to ask you, you don't have to tell me, obviously. You just have to be honest with yourself. Did you accomplish all the things that you set out to do? And if the answer is no, and chances are it isn't. We don't all accomplish every single thing. But you should have a pretty good ratio of how many things you were able to tick off that list. So go back, revisit all of the things you wanted to accomplish in the general sense and write it down how many things you did not. And this is not to beat yourself up, but it's a wake-up call. I'll be, I'll be honest, it's a wake-up call. And this is why I've been working so hard behind the scenes because 
I was complacent for a couple months. There were a couple months where client work was just rolling in. It was just rolling in. And I was comfortable with that. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it wasn't. While I know I have bigger goals and I wanted to, I wouldn't say be on a higher level, but I wanted to scale and I know what my goals were, but it was comfortable. So, you know, there's not so good, there's comfortable, and then there's excellent. It, I wouldn't call it that was my excellent, but it was good. It was good. And it kept coming and it kept coming. And then after a while, instead of using what was coming and reinvesting that and pushing myself outside my comfort zone, I got comfortable. And then I received the message that I was comfortable. And it just came out of no way. Let me tell you, came from somebody who I just came to hire them to do some things around the house. And they just kind of spoke to me and be like, you know, you should be doing da 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 And they have no idea how that resonated with me. And that's when I realized, okay, Cassia, it is time. It is time. And then when I became attuned with that message, I started to see all around me different messages pointing me that, there are things that I keep telling myself, lies, that I'm not ready to do. And that I'm not ready to do this. And I'm not ready to do that. And that's the imposter syndrome. Right? It never really goes away. Let me just tell you that one time. It's like a muscle that you have to continuously exercise. That imposter syndrome, you're going to accomplish it today. And then just like that, because things are going so well, you start to wonder, hmm, who am I to be doing this? And then you start to want to, am, am, am I really ready for this? So you're going to have the different levels of imposter syndrome. So just look out for it. So anyway, then I think it was around August. I decided, okay, time for me to get back on the grind, 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 and really take it to the next level. And things have just been aligning so amazingly. And... It's just really an exciting time where I'm really setting up my 2019. I am really taking my own advice and I'm just putting things in place. Now, some people might see that as procrastination, but I know what I know. And you have to know what you know for yourself and your business. And I think we all could do with trusting our own intuition, taking the advice from different sources, yes, but then we do have to have a moment with ourselves and sit down and think, okay, what, of, what, what do I need to take from this source and that source and what do I need to leave behind? Because only you know your business, only you know your life and only you know what you can execute. Not saying make excuses. That's the next thing I want to say. Do not make excuses. That is what I was going to say. Out of the list of things that you did not accomplish, it's easy it is easy well I can do this and well that happened and that happened and I was doing that okay great great we get it but let's not waste an hour talking about all the reasons why we couldn't okay great we didn't get it done right life happened but we don't have to sit down and recall all of the things that life happened that didn't make us accomplish or 
tick off certain things on our list of goals to accomplish for 2018. It's just a waste of time. Like, you could do it once or twice, but after that, like, you don't need to keep recalling. The whole point of the exercise is to recognize what you didn't get to do and what you can still do to end the year with a bang. What can you still accomplish? Because, yes, I'm saying it's crunch time, but there's that doesn't mean you should throw your hands up in the air and be like, oh, well, well, I'll do it next year. That is the difference between me plotting for 2019 versus me saying oh well i didn't get it done so next year okay but in the difference is that i'm doing a lot of things to put things in place for january because what i'm working on is for january it's not for 2019 way down in june it's not march it's right january because the whole season of christmas will have passed and that's really the only reason people you may need to wait sometimes for 2019 because it's just not in alignment for Christmas time or for December month because let's be real people are consumed with family and whatever events they have going on not saying you shouldn't launch anything in Christmas it just depends on what it is and for me it's not gonna work for December right so let me just say that one more time the difference is one, you're throwing your hands in the air and saying, oh, well, it's too late now. I'll see about it next year. So you wait until next year to actually start the planning process, right? Versus starting from now, putting things in place, making those calls, making that down payment on X, Y, and C, hiring that person to do X, Y, and C, booking that call to do X, Y, and Z. Example, booking a call with me to go and get your website done, get your branding done. Okay, it's too late to do it and have it launched in time for Christmas, but you have a head start. Imagine where you can be with your branding if you started today. Imagine where you can be with your website if you started today. Imagine where you can be if you hopped on a call and I put together the entire system for you to sell your products online and have it easily delivered to your clientele today. Everything will be ready in time for 2019. You don't want 2019 to come back and wish you started yesterday. Yesterday being now, today, October, November, right? Like if you start today, there's always February. You know, you can come up with something that is related. I don't know what your products or services is, but it could be just in time for carnival time or Valentine's, you know. Think about how you can position yourself in your business for tomorrow. You know, there's this saying, I think, don't wish you could have done something about I wish you could have started. Ugh, I can't remember. But when I do remember, I'm going to make a graphic and I'm going to post it on Instagram. <laughs> and I will be repurposing content from the podcast. So, you got that? I hope you got that. And when I say got that, I'm going to read and spell it for you. 
this that's just an example of how you can repurpose your content so start thinking about how you can repurpose your content all right if you have any questions feel free like i said hit me up on my email get up in my dms and tell me what you think of this episode comment somewhere on instagram just give me your feedback on this episode and how it helped you and if you need me to clarify anything send me questions because i want to do a q a episode next time i think that's all i have for you all today have a great day and i'm wishing you guys all the best to end 2018 with a bang and start 2019 with a bigger bang all right and the only way you can do that is to plan ahead plan ahead plan ahead plan ahead plan ahead because that is how the big companies do it they have already had their graphics designed their whole christmas month um, campaign done they work on that stuff in the july august period start operating like a big time business owner to set yourself up for long-term success all right so until the next one have a great day and i'll see you for the next one bye guys